into residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. Well, they are back, ladies and gentlemen. The Super Jesus, uh, they've got a brand new song out. They're going on a massive tour around the country, and we are lucky enough to be joined by front woman extraordinaire Sarah McLeod. How are you going, Sarah? Hello, David. <laughs> How's life with you? Um, it's good. It's busy. It's hectic. It's always hectic. But um, at the moment, it's exciting because we're releasing a whole new record, a first record in 20 years, and <laughs> we're going on tour. And uh, it's just it's great to have new material to play. We've been slapping the same songs for so long. Unreal. I think my heart dropped out a bit a bit because of that. And finally, we've got new tracks, and it's like, great, let me add it. Let's do it. Well, it does inspire you, doesn't it? Because you, you've got something that you're out there, and it's not like, and it's not, I'm, I'm not going to say we go through the motions, but you know the songs everyone knows and loves, and you, you get to do them, and the crowd goes nuts. But there's something that really drives you when you're playing new songs, isn't there? Oh, yeah. The, to have, even if you've only got one new song in a show, mm. the, the show is so much more exciting just for that. That four minutes, you know, and it makes the whole, a whole show exciting. Well, so, I was just listening. Um, sorry. No, no, go on. Yeah. I was just listening to a Money We're Only In It For Love, a banger, an absolute banger, and it's obviously got its tongue a little bit in cheek about uh, about being a professional musician. Yeah, exactly, because we're not exactly going to be in it for the money, are we? <laughs> <laughs> We've got to be in it for, for the love. It's the only reason to be in it. Otherwise, what are we doing? Exactly. I mean, look, everyone thinks uh, that they see you on telly and you're doing big tours and stuff like that, so you must be rolling around in big old piles of cash. But uh, little do they know that uh, it's our job and it's our livelihood. Exactly. And if you're not doing it for the right reasons, then you shouldn't be doing it. Excellent. And, and look, I, I love the film clip. Yeah, did you direct this film clip as well? as Because uh, I, I know I was looking at The Impossible, hilarious. Um, <laughs> and I, I see that you wrote and directed that whole film clip as well. Yeah, I, I did make this. I made, I made this new one as well because um, we hadn't really discussed making a video clip and I, I just started filming stuff on the sly in the studio. And everyone was like, you know, Oh, what are you doing? And I was like, well, just, you know, can you just hold this camera and we'll just try and get this shot here. And I sort of <laughs> didn't really go into too much detail about what I was getting at because I thought if it looks crap when I go home, there's no pressure on me making a clip. <laughs> so I just got all this footage and then I came home and I put it in my software and I chopped it up and I went, that's great. There's a clip. Cool. <laughs> Boom. Do you love the fact that you can do that now? Because obviously when you started, um, it, it wasn't like that. You know, the record company would say, well, who are we going to get to direct the video, et cetera, et cetera. Do you love the fact that you can do it yourself now? Oh, totally. When I think of how much money we wasted on video clips, like we would do – I remember for Gravity, we spent – I'm, I'm going to tell you this because oh, it's funny. Go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm going to – I think we spent um, – was either 40 or 60 grand on a clip and then we went <laughs> – no, nah, it's no good, and we shelved it, and then we went and did another one. No. <laughs> and that was back in the yeah. day when the record company say, we'll, we'll, we'll do it again, and you think, well, if they're paying for it, that's fine. Yeah, Little it just do we know. goes on your bill. Yeah. <laughs> still, Has anyone ever seen that bill? <laughs> still paying that off. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, so you, got, you got a whole new album. Yeah, we're doing a whole new record, which is so exciting. Like, just, just you know, I'm, I'm, I love it. I love I love the partnership, the songwriting partnership that I now have with Ruddy. We've developed a really good songwriting partnership together. So I, over the years, I've written with different members of our band, 
and Ruddy, the one I have now with Ruddy is the best one I've ever had. So I'm pretty excited. Fantastic. I mean, and that, did you find like that, uh, the period, well, let's call it the period of uh, 2020, all that kind of downtime. Did you find that was a time where you're like, we, it gave you a reset? You're like, okay, we, we, let's move on from here forward. Yeah, because when you have gigs on the horizon, it sort of throws your brain. Like if I look at my calendar, if there's anything in my week, I think, oh, I can't possibly write this week because I've got to go to the hairdresser on Wednesday. You know, I, 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 I don't know what else to do. But if I have nothing on the horizon, I go, great. This means I can work really odd hours and I don't have to be awake for anything. I don't have to see anybody. I don't have to wear any makeup. You know, I don't have to wear any clothes if I don't want to. Like, I just write my whole life. I didn't have to eat, you know. Like, it's just all about my routine and what I do. And as soon as there's, like, a gig or something, it sort of it, it gets in the way and puts you into another routine. And, you know, I don't know about how you go about it, but with songwriting, I, I'm just – I cannot have any sort of normality or any routine whatsoever. I've just got to be in my own head. It's such a different space, isn't it, to, um, to be writing songs and knowing that you're going to be putting them in front of people – um, how many songs did you go, yeah, that's not going to make it? Oh, um, we, we we sort of put them in demo form. So if we think that's not going to make it, we just keep working on it until it does make it. Right, okay. So, yeah. yeah, we never actually, if I think this one's not working, we'll just go, okay, let's redo it. Just keep working. Like we just, we never, we never leave anybody off the boat. We bring all of the little children home. <laughs> leave no one behind. Here we leave no one behind. Like we just keep dressing them until they until they look pretty. <laughs> and now you're going on tour with uh, Dallas Crane. What a great band! Yeah, it's going to be a really good rock show. We're doing some cool rooms, and um, we are we're primed, buddy. We are primed to go. The new band is cooking. Um, yeah, you've yep. got to catch this one. So you got a couple of new members. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple of new members, and they're stonking. So the, the band is like um, more more energetic, more full-on, groovier, heavier, slicker than ever. The, awesome. The best version of the band we've ever had. The path of true rock never runs smooth, does it, Sarah? Uh-uh. Why? <laughs> Why would you want it to? Rock and roll is a blood sport, you know that. <laughs> I love it. It sure is. And look, you've been doing it for so long. Um, and what do you think it is that kind of uh, that, that puts you in that that thing now where you kind of you can do festivals you can do your own shows and stuff was there was there something along the line where you thought oh actually we're, we're kind of where we need to be now and we can move forward from uh you know to bigger and better things um no i don't really we don't really think about that we just keep going we just keep pushing ourselves and keep trying to be inspired and i guess you know you just do that and the rest will come Good girl. Well, it's great to know that you guys are back on the road. The uh, the tour starts on the 27th of January at the Lansdowne. What a great venue that is. Yeah, that's going to be a fun gig. It's our first gig. Our first gig playing with the new lineup at the Lansdowne. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Bit of, bit of trepidation. I remember being at the Lansdowne uh, when it was a sweaty, sweaty pit, um, and I think I wore a nappy on stage at one uh, one juncture just because it was so hot. It was oh, a it was a self styled nappy. You couldn't nappy. get a bit of okanuis or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was a self styled nappy made out of a towel. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, wow. You know what? 
That's resourceful. It is resourceful. Uh, Sarah McLeod, it's great. Now, oh, one more thing I was going to ask because I've been, uh, we were talking recently about uh, motorcycle accidents with uh, rock stars. Do you still ride a motorcycle? No. No, I, don't. I mean, I, I can, but I just don't have a motorcycle at the moment. Because you were sponsored I'd by... I'd like to get a motorcycle. Weren't you sponsored by Harley Davidson at one stage? I was, yeah. I've been sponsored by everyone. I've been sponsored by Triumph, Harley, Indian, Ducati, Rock on. Um, Suzuki. Yeah, but at the moment, nobody's sponsoring me. So if anybody would like to sponsor me, I'd love to have a bike again. Oh, I, I tell one. you what, they could do a lot worse than to have the pocket rocket Sarah McLeod riding around on one of their motorbikes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm a good safe rider. Yeah. <laughs> I know the rules. All right, Sarah. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We are loving the song Money. We're only in it for love, and we're playing it on Triple M as much as we possibly can. So thanks for your time, oh, yeah. and I'll see you on the road somewhere. That's sick. Thanks heaps, Dave. I appreciate it. Rock on, Sarah. See ya. For all the latest rock news, interviews, and backstage experiences, don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the Listener app.